Do you enjoy playing relaxing puzzle games on your phone? I do. It's even better when they're free and you can collect prizes along the way. Welcome to Two Dots. I have been playing Two Dots to relax my mind, unwind, and there's something very methodical about it. The premise of the game is you connect dots horizontally, vertically, but never diagonally. And you head from level to level. And as I mentioned, you do collect points along the way if you are into that. More than 5,000 puzzles to keep you engaged and relaxed after a very long day, uniquely designed challenges challenges, game modes, and levels to choose from based on what adventure you are into. And by the way, you can download it for free right now on your Android phone or iOS. I also like the color template of this game. It's very, it's giving me very like pastel-y vibes. So yeah, I think you're going to enjoy it too. If you are ready to kick back and unwind, download Two Dots for free on Android and iOS and start connecting. Summer is almost here. Don't you want to go to the beach with thicker, gorgeous, beautiful locks and everyone goes, hey, I love your hair. And you go, Nutrafol, baby. (laughs) You know, something along that lines. Well, take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering my listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and you enter the promo code TSFS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. I recommend it. I've been taking Nutrafol for years. It's how I got my hair back thicker and not falling out in chunks after I had KJ. Now it's your turn. Nutrafol has been on with me for years, and that's because you all continue to buy, and it really works. I love it. Now it's your turn to love it too. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com with the promo code T-S-F-S. That's Nutrafol.com with the promo code T-S-F-S. Via Hemp, let's talk about it. Via Hemp offers THC and non-TH craft cannabis experiences. Now, I love a non-THC option when it comes to your overall wellness. I'm talking sleep aid, maybe anxiety if you have that. Well, that's where Via comes into play. And did you know even a non-THC option, if you're doing fertility or IVF, can be helpful? Look into that. Well, Via is incredible. You got to be 21 plus. You can get 15% off with my exclusive code TSFS when you go to ViaHemp, V-I-I-A, hemp.com. They have all kinds of lifestyle products. And like I said, the best part is with the THC or without, so you don't have the buzzy buzzy. Don't you love my cannabis lingo? I mean, the buzzy buzzy. Anyway, I'm unique. What can I say. Look, order now. You're going to love Via Hemp. Use the code TSFS to receive 15% off and a one-time free sample of their award-winning gummies, 21 plus. That's viahemp.com and use the code TSFS at checkout. Support the show. Tell them I sent you and enhance your everyday life with Via Hemp. Dr. Paul Roth and West End Plastic Surgery. Paul and I love them. We're obsessed. You can do everything. Thinking about a little boob job, thinking about a mommy makeover, (laughs) thinking about Botox. He has it all covered. You can call them 202-785-4187 or westendplasticsurgery.com. Tell them that the Hey Fresh podcast with Paul Wharton sent you. They're amazing. Try all of their new and LASIK and non-surgical procedures today. Wolftrap.org is also 
the website. We love working with Wolf Trap, and they're an incredible venue. This is the perfect time of year with this great weather to go there and see one of their many summer concert series. Just go to wolftrap.org for a complete rundown. Diana Ross is coming. We know Paul will be there. Disney's The Little Mermaid. They have everything from a fun night out with your girlfriends to the family. Go to wolftrap.org. All right. Hey. Wow. Yeah. Sorry, I had to get that out. <laughs> that was interesting. <laughs> oh, my God. Donna. Tune in, yeah, you gotta tune in. Sarah Frazier on the mic, and she about to begin a co-host with the most Paul one looking fleek. Take it from me, you should be listening. Live from the nation's map, pop culture at its best. Don't need a second guess, separated from the rest. Entertaining nonetheless, many topics to address. Sarah, she's a glamorous and number one hostess. Hey, baby. Hey, Paul Wharton. How are you, honey? <laughs> I'm great. I feel wonderful today. How do you do feel? You? Live, live studio. studio audience. I love it. <laughs> or our two interns, one or the other, but oh well, it all works. It all works. We love it. Yes. Um, Paul, Hi. is everything good? Everything's wonderful. Oh my God. I feel like we both had really recharging, relaxing weekends. I went up to Maine for like a little four day getaway yes. to stay with my mom and my brother and my niece. You were at a getaway out in, is it Gloucester? No. Gloucester, right? Gloucester. Gloucester, Virginia. I don't even have, I've never even heard of Gloucester. Where is it? Oh my gosh. My, it's like first, it's like maybe four hours. Did it take me like four hours? Three and a half hours to get there. Damn. Yeah, right? You That's down kind near of a long like time. Roanoke? Or are you down near? It's kind of near Middleburg, but there's a, the York River separates it. Oh, Something, okay. Oh, Williamsburg. Oh, Williamsburg. Okay, okay, okay. okay but yeah, the, but it's on this side of the York River. So sure. anyway, my friend Rob James, he's so hilarious. He's so funny. He had a gay getaway for his 38th birthday. I love it. Just gay guys. Just gay guys. I was like, can I bring my friend? No. <laughs> She got titties? No. I'm like, okay, no problem. I just thought I'd ask. Okay. All gay guys. All gay guys. So, you know, I have to tell you, I was saying to Rob, I'm like, Rob, you know I'm weird. Like, <laughs> there was so much negotiation in me going on this weekend because, you know, usually I'm in a place where I can kind of, you know, duck in and kind of duck out. Well, you had said that, which I appreciate because you were saying, like, when you go away, you want your own room, your own bathroom, mm -hmm. right? You like to have your own car. So you can kind of come and go when you please. Right. And we heard about you in L.A. You got up in the morning, you kind of had your routine, you wanted to go for a hike by yourself, and you didn't really want anyone to go with you. Oh, right. I like to have my little moment. You know what I mean? I, I mean, don't think that's difficult. Don't you think as an adult that you do want that? I mean, when I went to my Cuba trip and stayed at the hostel, right? I mean... It's fun a little, like, somewhat to go along and try something new, but then you're like, you know what? I don't really need to try something new. If I had done my routine, it would have been just as good. Exactly. You know? So I keep these things called life notes. So oh, whenever yeah. something goes left in my life, like, not so right. Oh, I like that. I, I put in, I take a note, you know, because I don't have any regrets. I don't look back, Sarah, but I do take notes so that when shit comes up again, I know, hey, Paul, you've done that already. Going on weekend That's trips good. with people, with big groups of people, gay guys especially. I'm just kidding, but not so much. Um, I have notes about that because I've done that not so recently in L.A., which crashed and burned, staying at someone's house that I didn't really know very well. Have you well. heard from him? Hell no. <laughs> it's so funny. I was looking at Fran Drescher's uh, Instagram, and he popped up on her Instagram of her friend. I'm like, I bet he knew I was following Fran Drescher, so he jumped in a picture just to spite me. Yeah, he sounded So I unfollowed that bitch. <laughs> 
done with you. <laughs> right. You want her in the separation. You can have her. Oh, my God. That's right. So you end up going. You I end up, up, you're doing all this negotiation. What happens? I did this negotiation. He's like, look, bitch, your room is going to be fabulous. It's it's oh so God. much fun. Um, it's a beautiful house. And was it? So let me tell you a little bit about this house. It's called Holly Knoll. And it was the home of Robert R. Moton. So he was a civil rights activist, an African-American educator. He actually died in 1940. And this was yeah. his retirement home. It's his huge estate right on the water, right on the York River. Oh, now I want to go. Oh, my God. It's totally stunning. Did you see the pictures on my Instagram? Why All those I hot like- guys? No. I can have, you know what? I took a social media break. I didn't post. I didn't look. I got to go back now and stalk your Instagram. Okay. This weekend, no, I'm doing it's anything. absolutely fabulous. So he had a bunch of great guys there. What's the house he called? Made, it's the Knoll. It's called Holly Knoll. H-O-L-L-Y. Okay. Knoll. He made the most amazing seafood boil. Look at this. Look what he made. <gasps> oh, my God, Paul. That looks amazing. So king crab legs, shrimp. Look, that's him on there. Look. Look at that. Look at that big-ass stove. Holy Look at that crap. Pot. Oh, my God. I've never seen anything like it. They sure, had I just in love it industrial so ovens and big stoves and huge because the house is actually used as a um, as a uh, historic, uh, as an institute now for African-American um, leaders and educators. Oh, my God. This house is gorgeous. Yeah. And they, they <gasps> have, like, a big, oh, it's, isn't it something? Oh, I'm going to go stuck your Insta. Yeah, this and is beautiful. And they have, like, 16, 20 hotel suites, like, on the property. Like the like kind of a motel suite, you know how those long strips of like yep. rooms. Yes, yes, and yes. And they all have their own bathroom. And Do oh, not. it was the I stayed in the main house, but oh my god, it's beautiful. I have no regrets. So new life note: I can officially <laughs> go. go on the weekend with a group of gay guys wow. and have an amazing time. And I didn't even need to have sex. That's great. So you just how long were you there? Um, hey, well, that's the other thing. Well, I guess I wasn't there very long. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say, one night or two? I stayed one night. Well, that's fine. But, but it's that's good. good. It's a good start, right? It's a great start. Oh, yeah. my God. So I went on Saturday. I came back on Sunday. Oh, that's so good to recharge. That's and my what... friend Lang, I got to give a shout out to Lang because I got him to drive me down there. <laughs> he drove me. Can you believe that? I didn't want to drive. So you actually, did he stay or did he just no. drop you off? What? <laughs> no. How do was... people do this for you? <laughs> well, wait, this wait. This is amazing. When he was going somewhere else, actually, he was going to um, some kind of high, uh, college reunion at William & Mary. So he just dropped me off, and then he had to drive another, like, 40 Only minutes Paul or something. Warden. I know, I right? Um, well, look, we have a ton to get to on this show. We're going to talk wait. more about our weekends. I do have to say, I, I feel like, you know, I, I share all my neuroses and, and anxieties that I have on this show, and they just seem to keep piling on. <laughs> but I ended up going to this Whoopie Pie Festival in Maine, okay. and there was this um, natural foods tent and this apothecary little um, group that was there. And I got a muscle reading, and I want to know if when things like this happen to you if you then start obsessing about it all the time. Mm. And I'll go into more okay. detail about that. I want to know about that. Uh, so we'll discuss that. Then also um, I want to know how you feel about this. It, there's a new story out from the Wall Street Journal that this one thing is now being voted as the most awkward thing on first dates. Okay? okay. Do you have any, any guesses? I know you've probably looked at the show prep, but if you hadn't looked at the show prep, any guesses on what the most <laughs> awkward <we> part... <laughs> <laughs> I like to be authentic and off the cuff. In other words, no, I haven't looked. Oh, good. What do you think the most awkward part of, of a first date is? The most awkward part mm-hmm. of a first date. I'm putting this up. You'll probably guess it. Okay, the most awkward. Oh, the end of the night kiss? Oh, you're close. But, who um, pays for the, mm. who oh, pays yeah. for the check? Oh, well, oh, isn't that? That shouldn't be awkward, is it? 
Oh my God. Well, then. And then I'm debating. You know, we always, our interns always have great topics mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. all kinds of stuff yeah. that goes on in their lives. Mm -hmm. And so I, I feel like today, maybe we gave our intern, AJ, really bad advice. She wanted to know about staying in media. Like, okay. if we think that she should try and pursue a career in traditional sure. radio or mm -hmm. TV. Mm -hmm. um, so I like that topic that we can discuss with her. But also, um, she had some really good ones, too, about having um, a crush on somebody at work. But then you mm. find out that they're not that into you. So maybe we'll talk about that, too. That's interesting. So are you going to tell me what? the most awkward part of the first date is or later? Oh, yeah. I was going to save that for later. Okay. I was, yeah. Let's talk about it later. I'm into that. I'm excited, I that, you're, I'm excited that you're going to yeah. know. Good. Yeah. All right, good. Good tease. I have something else to bring up. Oh, yeah, good. Do. I'm wondering, like this just happened to me the other day. What if you meet someone on Tinder, okay? Okay. So you both swipe and then they start communicating because I never communicate first. Okay. You know? Oh. Yeah. All right. So, and then you look on their social media and then you find, like, on Tinder, they look a certain way, and then you look on their social media, and it's like, he was like, yes, queen, get it, girl, hit. I'm like, uh-uh, um. Is that my Instagram? <laughs> no. I mean, the intern wanted to know if that was her Instagram. I know. Wait, wait, wait. So you don't like how sort of excited he is? Um, wait. <laughs> These guys are... <laughs> What are y'all on today? Yeah. Calm y'all's asses down. Wait, I feel like we talk about this every week, but if you're going to talk on the podcast, you have to come up. Other, other right. Ways you I don't want to intrude and just be like, let me just come up on stage. I know, but it's Raise a little... your hand or something. Right. But hold are... up. We'll get to y'all in a little bit. Calm y'all's asses down. Sarah's too nice. Shut the hell up. Okay. They talk throughout the whole podcast. I know. It's like, shut up. No, I'm just kidding. We um, love you. They're like our kids, you know? So we, I'm da okay, so this guy on Tinder has one way of acting. Is well, that what you're saying? And then you well, go to you his know, social... you know, he looked cute. I swiped right on him. He swiped right on me. Then he started communicating. And then, you know, I went on his, on his, um, like, on his social media, like, on his uh, Instagram and stuff like that. Oh, 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 okay. And, and he just was like, um extremely flamboyant like over the over the top you know oh. what I mean and I think that is great like for me to have friends that are flamboyant and over the top and I, I get my life on that but don't I don't know if that's somebody him. that I would date like two me's like you know I'm not even that flamboyant <laughs> like I'm kind of like extra but not flamboyant you I know would agree I mean? with that yeah like I'm I got a lot going on, like yeah, you're in terms not like of like a yes queen right, type right. person. You're not always doing no. that. You're very professional too. However, like, like I don't want you flat ironing your hair in the same time I am. <laughs> like I don't want like to break a circuit because I got my blow dryer plugged in. You got your hot rollers. I mean, it's too much. You know, <laughs> whose foundation is this? I mean, you know what I mean. Like I can't. Where's my concealer? You know what I mean. I don't want to do that with anybody else. So what'd you end up doing? Are you going out with them or no? No, but that's just it. Like, if they swiped on you and then talked to you, maybe there's another part of them that you should discover, or... No. No? I think you gotta go... Don't you think that you have to go with your first read yeah. on dating? I used to think that, too. Like, give them a chance, yada, yada. Yeah. But I feel like you got it. Like, if that... If you already know, because you've obviously, we both, you've dated a lot of people, right? Mm -hmm. At some point in our lives, mm -hmm. we kind of know what you want, what you don't. Yeah. So I feel like it's a friend thing. I would just write back and be like, look, I think we'd be better off as friends. I think so, too. I think if you so, don't too. Like the, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I want to talk to you actually about something else, but we can do it a little bit later. But um, oh, what? No, I do. I want to talk to you about this because, you know, I'm going to Italy. Yes, you. I just saw that. You're going to Italy, what, July 8th through the 25th um, or something? Something like, yeah, I'm going almost the full month of uh, July. I'm going to Rome. I'm going to oh. uh, Salento where I'm going to stay on a beach for a week. And then oh I'm going God. to Capri. Oh, you're going to have such a And then a back to time. Rome. It's going to be fantastic. But I got to tell you something. So oh. there's a guy that I met 13 years ago. Did I tell you about this? 
Um, wait, keep going. I Irene met this always guy knows. 13 years ago. Okay. okay. At a bar in D.C. Halo. It used to be called Halo. Now it's called um, Bar 9 on P Street. Okay. Man, 13 years ago, he lived in Brussels. We talked a couple of times. I knew I was with Michael then, of course. That was in Ireland. I think Irene says yes. We've heard this. But keep going. Right. So Give us anyway, refresher. So the guy lives in Brussels, and he has a weekend house in Rome. Yes, yes, yes. All right? Okay, okay. So I have not seen this guy in 13 years. But we also have stayed in contact over the years. I'm yes. good about that, right? You I are. do a commercial for AT&T or something. <laughs> like, I stay in touch. <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> do you know? Yeah, we know. We're like definitely, or yes. Maybe the weekend house in like, Rome could have had something to do with it. I'm like, so you mean to tell me you live in Brussels and you have a weekend house in Rome and you fly back and forth? We need to stay in touch. <laughs> you know, I never know what might happen. So anyway, the guy, check this out. My best friend, Sidra, who lives in New York. She's sure. a producer. If you all don't know who she is, Google Sidra Smith. She is the actress, Tasha Smith's identical twin sister. She's got a bald head. She's so cute. She's just so fabulous, so wonderful. We've been friends for 17 years. Right. So she was going to Brussels and of course I'm still talking to this guy Renzo. So I say to him my friend is coming to Brussels and he says oh I'm in Rome but I would you like to have me, you know, have someone meet her to take her around? I said sure. He ends up having his best friend Enrique or Enrico. Enrico. Yeah. <laughs> meet Sidra. Whatever. They end up hitting it off now they really like each other. That's great. The best friend. So now Sidra and I are going to Rome, and Enrico is going to fly to Rome to Renzo's weekend house. And after Sidra and I get back from Salento, we're going to fly to Rome and meet them. What do you think about this? I after think that's 13 great. years, what if I don't like the guy? What if I don't recognize him? I think you'll do it for the house in Rome. Fuck <laughs> it. Like, right? I mean, come on. Who cares? Like, you you know, I mean, right. now you know your limits. Take take some of those notes that you wrote yourself after, you know, you mm -hmm. learned everything in L.A. I think you'll have a great time. But when does that expire in terms of you having that feeling for someone upon first meeting them? I mean, five years, ten years? I don't know. It's so funny. Um, no, I think it always stays with you. I actually just looked up an old boyfriend the other day because my brother, I, when I was home, we were talking about him. And I actually looked him up on social media and he looked horrible. And I felt really good about myself. And I was like, God, that's terrible. Like, I shouldn't feel like that. Like, I shouldn't be excited that this guy looks terrible. Oh, my God. But, like, I think you still, because you ha I was, like, thinking for a second. I was like, God, I wonder what happened to him. Him. And for a second, I was like, oh, I remembered all the good things. I was like, God, I wonder what he's doing. Maybe I should look him up. And I did, and it wasn't good. Well, one of the guys so, on the trip, you know, like that's the so crazy. Days. One of the guys on the trip said something it's so shallow. cute. It's like so shitty. One of the guys on the, on the gay trip last weekend, he was like, he ran into his ex-boyfriend. I was like, how's he doing? He was like, I mean, I want him to, to do well as long as he's not doing as well as me. <laughs> like, you know, I mean, I'm fine with him, but as long yeah. as he doesn't do as well as me, I'm great. I don't think, I think it's great to keep exploring that spark and it's, yeah. it's wonderful you do stay in touch with people which is great most people don't but so that's isn't good. this like a hallmark movie I my best friend is going to another country this guy I've been talking to for 13 yeah. years gets his best friend to meet her for lunch they hit it off they have a love connection now they want to get together and now me and this guy who I haven't seen I mean I gotta write a movie off this this could be really really good but wait is Sidra dating this guy or she's not sure yet 
Like she, they no, have a she's connection. not sure yet either. They have a connection. They met that one time. They Got went to lunch, it. and now they are communicating, and they like each other. He likes her a lot more than she likes him. But you know, <laughs> oh, I hope he doesn't listen. To, is this in, is this podcast available in Brussels? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we have listeners everywhere. It's crazy. I know. I know. Um. Well, then I I think that will be really exciting, and we can't wait to follow. Like everyone follows your Instagram, which is amazing. I think it'd be a lot of fun. So yeah. I'm looking for to have an extraordinary adventure during this trip to meet a lot of new people and maybe have a love connection after 13 years. That would be that would be a movie for sure. Oh my and God. if the weekend house is really nice, like really, really nice. Well, that, yeah, then you better pump up that connection. <laughs> like you could do it for at least a year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So look, I wanted to ask you your opinion on this. I think I'm, I really feel like I'm going nuts okay. with, with herbs and supplements. So, you know, I was telling you guys, I went to this whoopie pie festival in Maine, right? Mm-hmm. Which the interns were giving me a hard time about. They're like, how can you be all natural and all about your healthy pills? And then you're going to like a sugar festival. I know it's a contradiction, right. but I have a real sweet tooth. I love sweets. Okay. So I'm there at this whoopie pie festival in Maine, and I go to this apothecary tent mm-hmm. that's all these like natural foods, and they make their own. Have you ever heard of this? I, I got to brew you some and bring it in. Ooh. Chaga mushroom tea. No. Okay. It's supposed to be like the hottest new thing, and it's all about boosting your immune system. Wow. It's like more antioxidants than green tea. Oh, I love it. It comes from a mushroom. It has a really light flavor. So I bought some chaga tea, okay. right? But then this guy was giving out free muscle readings, which is all about like you put your arms out and and then he puts pressure like on your sure. arms and then he hits like different pressure points like between yeah. your eyes and your temples and but he's still like kind of monitoring your mm-hmm. muscle. So he tells me during this reading or whatever he's like your liver is working overtime. He's like and I think you've got heavy metals in your liver. And mm. he's like you really need to start doing milk thistle. Wow. And so when I left I'm like furiously googling milk thistle and like all the things that I need to take. Mm-hmm. And my mom's like, why are you taking advice from some guy at a festival in northern Maine from, like, some who claims that he can, like, do muscle readings? And I'm like, this is my problem Well, isn't all that where you time. meet customers in Maine at the Whoopie Pie Festival? I mean, that's pretty much the way things work, right? <laughs> right? Yes. And so now I'm like, I had to bring in all my pills because this guy's like, you need to start taking like more things to support your liver. So I've literally been obsessed for the past three days in Googling natural liver detoxes. Mm. It's become too much. Do you like do that? Do you? I do. You do? So when people give you advice about beauty or whatever, yeah. all of a sudden you take it and you believe it as like Bible? I do. I took a friend Ugh. of mine to my friend Carlin Brooks. She's in New York. She owns the Squeeze Juice. And my friend was having a lot of puffiness under her eyes. And, you know, Carlin, like, connected the different parts of her face to, like, this one is to the liver. If you have puffiness here, it's your lymphatic drainage. This, this is this. This is your kidneys. You know, so she was, like, looking at her face like, oh, this, oh, you need to... You know, drain your lymphatic system and all this. So yeah, so I had her do me, and I was on all kind of stuff. Really? Like, yeah. what did you take? Do you still take it? Or you on like? Well, I did a an extreme juice cleanse with her because she basically said that if you do a juice cleanse, like the real juice, not like you know <laughs> those sweet. <laughs> crazy juices. Oh, sure, sure, sure. But yeah, like right. real... Beet juice, you know, yeah. Yeah, wheatgrass and all that kind of stuff. Basically, after 28 days, you can actually detox the body down to the bone marrow. After 28 days, really? that's how long it takes to really clean mm. out all the crap. But you can't put anything back in. You can't put any crap in while you're cleansing because it's almost like it cancels it out because you your body processes that, takes all the toxins out of that, and then you're, you know, you need to let all that stuff go 
and then let the juice kind of work its way through. Interesting. Really cool. She has a new book out. Oh, what is it? Do you know? Um, yeah, it is called The Squeeze something. The Squeeze Recipe or The Squeeze oh God, The Squeeze Life. The, the Squeeze sque- Life by Carlin Brooks. Check it out. I'm going to because now I feel like I need a liver detox. But more importantly, I just need to stop taking advice from people in tents on the street. Maybe so. <laughs> Did you eat a whoopie pie? Yes, I had several. <laughs> okay, well, there's your problem. There you go. Yeah, and I did eat the whoopie pies before the cl- before the reading. Okay. So maybe it was just high sugar elevation. I don't know. It maybe just so. it just is like overwhelming though with your health, like wh- what to follow, what not to follow. It was like too much. Yeah, I tell you, it's kind of crazy. That was really crazy, too. Um, There's (laughs) lots of stories that, lots of stories over the weekend to talk about. Oh, my God, where do we start? Hey, what do you you think about this? Do you think members of Congress, you know, um, I'm sure you've been keeping up on all the health care stuff. But um, in addition to that, as the members of Congress head out uh, this summer for Mm -hmm. their summer break, Mm -hmm. one Congress member is asking for a stipend because D.C. is so expensive. So a congressman, Jason Chavetz, has decided that he lives in the district, and he's a, U- a Utah congressman. He says living here in D.C. is so expensive that now he believes Congress should give any sort of uh, congressperson a stipend to live. Well, let me tell you something. He actually stays here in the district, but he stays in his office. Like, sleeps in he his sleeps office. He sleeps in his office. He doesn't have an apartment, so that's what he's saying. Yeah. But he, he lives in Utah. His kids go to private school. Oh, I'm so sorry for him. <laughs> he wants $2,500 a month as a stipend when most people, yeah. like, you know, that's all they make that's is $2,500. And, and sometimes some people make a lot less than that, and they have a family of four people. So, I mean, really, I don't know. I, I just feel like that, to me, it seems like he's a bit out of touch with what's really going on with the people in this, you know, in this country. Wait, but you don't think that he has a point, like, it is so insanely expensive? Because now, if you go to any neighborhood in D.C., I'm, like, most one-bedrooms are the price of, like, a one-bedroom in New York. Right, well, like. he's a Republican going for tax cuts for the wealthy, so maybe he should think about that. <laughs> I met this guy um, oh, at Fox News Channel. I went there one day with Omarosa, and he was there. And, you know, lovely guy, whatever. I mean, but he was a little bit full of himself. He was there with his, like, staff assistant. And, oh, he was surprised I didn't know his, who he was. That's what it was. Oh, he was surprised you did? I, I didn't know who I he never was. heard of him until I read this article. I had no idea. I was talking to the lady that helps him, and um, she was a cute little... I think lesbian, but, um, you know, I, I don't want like, I'm pretty sure we were talking about pride, I think. But, um, yeah, so. Um, uh, why can't he just get a roommate? I mean, you don't live here. You're from Utah. You come in. I mean, I mean, you do spend a fair amount of your time here. But, I mean, is it, like, insulting? No, to I'm just sure say he that- won't be the first Republican congressman to shack up with another dude. <laughs> Wipes away. He could check up with a woman. I just, uh, I thought that is. I mean, it it is insane how much it costs to live in the district. I mean, it's crazy. Right? Don't you think? Yeah. I don't know. I felt like. Uh, Do you feel sorry for him? Uh. No, I do feel like, um, you know, we were just talking to one of our interns who's who's got a job and she's making like $12 an hour. Mm-hmm. I think it's so difficult to live in a city and want to get ahead and do something when the cost of living is insane. It's really expensive here. Yeah. That's How just... much do Republican congressmen make annually? Just oh, yeah. check that out. I'd like I know. to know that. Because, That's a good question. You know, he has a good life where he lives in Utah. And, you know, a lot of people have to travel for work. Most people are reimbursed for it. So, I mean, maybe he's got a point. I just, I don't know. I'm just not bleeding for him right now. 
you don't have a lot of empathy for like when it comes to like work situations. I feel like I mean you do, but it's like when it's someone like that, it's like get your ass. Well, out I know hustle. a lot of people are struggling. Like, yeah, people can't pay the bills with one house. Their kids aren't in private school. You know, they have to choose sometimes between buying new sneakers and if they're going to feed their family of four for a week and have a little something extra. Yeah. And usually they don't have anything extra before payday. So, I don't know. I just don't feel bad for him. How much do they make? $174,000 a year. He makes one hundred and seventy-four grand a year from Utah? Mm-hmm. No way. Are you sure? Case closed. Yeah, if that's the truth, yeah. Okay, I didn't think he made it. I thought he made more like $45,000 a year and no. then he was coming here. No. From Utah? What? Yeah. That's insane. Well, they don't do it based on where you're from. I mean, I think all Congress... Do all Congress people make $174,000? Yeah. They said the average Joe. The, the average, average Joe? Well, that doesn't help narrow it down. The average Joe. Yeah, he's not average. He's like above average. But he's about to go back into the private sector, so he's going to be making bank big time. <laughs> they all do, yeah, that, mm-hmm. exactly. Um, kayak.com says they're rolling out a new feature where you're going to be able to literally put an emoji in kayak.com, and then it will help you book the city that you want to fly to. So if you put a Statue of Liberty in, obviously you're going to be going to New York City. A maple leaf will get you to Toronto. But there's, of course, a few emojis open to vote, such as the pride flag, the electric guitar, and the poop emoji. So pride flag takes you to San Francisco? Pride flag should take you to San Francisco. We, they want people to vote on it on okay. kayak.com. But they also have the poop emoji, which many people are upset about, by the way, because they're worried that their city, as you know how the internet works, that their city is going to become the poop emoji. And people don't want that to happen. Yeah, I mean, I agree with them. <laughs> but I was just thinking, what's like the shittiest city in all of America? Do you have any nominations? Well, they mm. better not, they bet not say Cleveland. I know that. <laughs> I know that. If you put sushi in, you get Tokyo, Japan. Okay. O'Hare Airport is a rabbit. Okay. Dublin, Ireland's a three-leaf clover. Nice. Las Vegas is the slot machine. That all makes sense. Las Vegas is the um, director's, like, uh, oh, what's that thing called? Where it's like, take one. Okay. Know, it's like the director's sign. What's L.A.? San Francisco, by the way, is not the gay, the pride flag. They're looking for a city to nominate. Why don't they do D.C.? for? Well, no, DC's the capital. pretty gay. Yeah, New York's DC's gay. Pretty. Every city's gay. Every city's pretty gay. <laughs> Every city's pretty gay now, right? What? I'm gonna, Scranton. 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 Would that be the poop emoji? And, yeah. Does Scranton even have like a large airport, Scranton, Pennsylvania? Office. I was actually going to nominate. Isn't it New Jersey? Scranton, New Jersey? Oh, yeah. Is it Scranton what? No, it's Scranton, Pennsylvania. Oh, Pennsylvania. Okay. What Newark, am I thinking New Jersey. About? Great. Newark, Newark makes the world takes. Isn't that what they say about Newark? Oh, yeah. Isn't that what it is? Yeah, you or could Trenton be- makes the world takes. Anyway, if you want to uh, vote on emoji and the poop emoji, you can go to kayak.com. I think that's a genius idea. I okay. love being able to just search for things via your emoji. Baseball's all, all, also in there. What if you end up in the wrong destination, though? You're like, <laughs> what? <laughs> this thing sent me to Shitstone, Texas. <laughs> like, what? You know? Ooh, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. That could be one of the poop emojis. They're saying Denver, Colorado. I don't picture Denver, Colorado no. as being a cesspool. That should be the Weasley or like. Boston, Massachusetts. All right, I would put Boston as the poop emoji. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. I love their football team, but... Eh, oh, I don't know about that. I don't know <laughs> if it's poop. <laughs> Naples. Um, let's see, where are the other ones? There's a unicorn, by the way, for Glasgow, Scotland. Okay. Seattle, Washington. I was looking to see if the poop emoji already has some votes. Hold on, hold on. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'll keep scrolling through. Uh, oh, no, no, no. Which city should it be? They're taking nominations, so... 
If you want to go, these guys are still talking. I love it. I know, but all we hear on here is like. They don't care. They don't care. I love it. Absolutely love it. Um, Hey, I I really like this. Reddit recently had a a thread going on about the moment that men realized that they were going to divorce their wives. Mm. So these were the absolute moments in a guy's life where he was like, okay, you know what? I've had it. Okay. Um, here's what one guy wrote on Reddit. When my wife said that I didn't pray hard enough, and that's why our son got cancer, that's why... Oh. That was the moment I knew it was time to divorce her. She deserved her. more than a divorce for that one. That is low as shit. <laughs> that wow. is horrible. That got everybody's attention. Okay. I mean, that's awful. Another guy wrote into Reddit... Uh, the morning I knew that I had to divorce her was when I saw her giving uh, a blowjob to somebody else on her phone. Uh, she was classy enough to bring him to the divorce proceedings as well. <laughs> that was probably a good idea when you should absolutely do it. Uh, as I was at work and I got a call from my grandparents that my wife had shot our dog Zoe that was laying in bed with her. We were separated before that for other reasons, but that's when I knew it was time to pony up the several thousand dollars and absolutely get rid of her. That's horrible. Who would shoot their dog? These are, I wonder if these are like real. They're crazy. When I went to lunch with some co-workers, pulled into an empty parking space and saw in the SUV next to me, my wife having sex with a stranger. Oh, that <laughs> happened on The Sopranos. It did? Everything. Yeah, do you remember when the guy was giving the other guy a blowjob? Oh, the big v- guy? Uh, was it a Vito? Vito. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Yeah, and Metal's boyfriend pulled up and he's like, hey, Vito. Oh, and no, he sees the security guy and then Vito's yes. giving him a blowjob. Yeah. I do remember that. I knew it was time to divorce her when she cheated on our taxes. Uh, and then she ended up going to prison for it almost a year later. Um, oh, Jesus. Came back from Iraq on leave. She was pregnant. That pretty much did it for me. And it was not my kid. Oh, damn, a lot of... So what's one time in your life where you knew... Like one big breakup that you had where there was a moment oh, that was just like, okay, this is it. My last long-term relationship that I was in uh, with a guy we dated for almost five years, and he was the one that was older with two kids. Mm-hmm. So um, I knew it was time to go. We went down to Mississippi to visit. His daughter was going to do this like debutante ball or whatever. And um, we went down, and he... I, it was just like this perfect storm of like the, the hotel we stayed in was mm. terrible. Then we went to this. I mean, and I am naive to the world, I, I will admit. But we went to, and I feel bad because I, this really wasn't who he was, but this was sort of who the ex-wife was. But the debutante ball was held at an all-white club. Ooh. And this was in 2011. What? And I thought to myself, the fact that you all still participate in this and and still do this, I just, I don't even, I don't have anything in common with you, really. I don't want to be a part of this anymore. So, it's unspoken, though, right? I mean, you, people it's know unspoken. that it's an all-white club, but there's not, like, signs or anything like not, that. It's not just, signs. Yeah. It's, it's mm-hmm. um, it, you know, they, right, they claim that they allow anybody to. Um, but they just don't ha- happen yeah. to have any black members. And all the members there were so full of bullshit. It was, like, right after the recession. Like, it was right when the recession was hit, and everybody yeah. had this horrible southern accent. And, I mean, no offense. I'm sure there's lots of lovely Mississippi people that listen, but these guys were a bunch of rednecks and I come from Maine I know what that's like and they were basically just talking about all the money they'd lost and just say they were like horrible people I was just like okay you know what I'll never do this again like I can never give you my time anymore for this because it's just I can't go there life note life major life (laughs) no but in general I think too that's why he also gave me the 10-5 rule I date 10 years older five years younger okay because I think he was 15 years older and it was it 
we just were in completely different stages of our lives. Yeah. So absolutely. I just knew at that moment I was like, this is never. When gonna did work. you? How long did you wait to break up? With mm, them? Only a couple, maybe like a couple weeks. Okay. And then I went to New York to get my stuff because he was in New York. We were sort of going back and forth, and then he like went through my phone and he was like convinced I was already hooking up with some other guy. Mm. And I was like, okay, the fact that you were like going through my phone too while I was sleeping, right. like you're no. It was a mess. Jeez. What about you? Have you had a moment in a relationship? Well, yeah. I think I've shared it before when I caught the guy cheating that I moved to New York for. Oh, that's hard. That was heartbreaking. With my iPad. <laughs> that know, was, I, so, that's I put the right. iPad on video record and recorded this conversation and came back and he had upgraded his ticket to Hawaii with his traveling companion. Wait, but was that a woman? It was, was a man. St- okay, it was a man. It was still a man. But wasn't there something about he was actually married to the woman or he something? Was t- yes. He told me... Um, I had discovered that he was married between like something like four months after we were dating and he said that he and the wife had an arrangement and she was a lesbian and he was gay and they just did it for the kids. And I'm like, why didn't you tell me? Well, we're not really married to me. And I found out that that was a lie. So not only was I the other man, there was another man on top of the other man. So I was like, oh, it was so crazy. Uh, one last guy on Reddit. This one was like not about cheating, but I think this probably happens a lot in people's relationship. But he says, besides from besides the narcissism and violent outbursts, it was her strange punishments. Her last one doomed her. My crime? I forgot milk on the way home from work, so she didn't talk to me. Not one word for a week straight. Nothing. Uh, when she asked if I was ready to apologize, I handed her divorce papers. She said, why? And I said, because you robbed me of solitude but provide me with no companionship. So I anyway, love it. That was it. Yeah. I would have left her ass, too. Can you imagine not speaking to somebody for a week? Mm. But I feel like I know people in relationships like that. not Not the violent outbursts, yeah. but that they will kind of punish each other by not speaking, which is weird. I'm all about forgiveness, and it, and it, it just worries me in terms of getting into a new relationship. Like, what are my breaking points? Like, you know, what will I just not forgive? Because mm. I even feel like I could, I could forgive cheating or being or not being monogamous but i need to be included in what's going on not meaning i need to be a part of the three-way right 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 but, but you've got to be like in the loop of yeah it. because you know a lot of times i'm like you know we could have a happy home okay sure because from time to time i might want to step out you know i'm going to italy for a month you know probably might meet somebody you know what i'm saying i'd love yes. to have a partner where i could say look i know this isn't like what we normally do but i mean i'm gone so oh i love that I love the don't ask, don't tell. I want that too. I tried to bring that up. My, no, but I, I'm, my I'm not really doing don't it. ask, don't tell. I'm oh. doing like oh, right, right. we you should probably go. tell each oh, other. Yeah. Oh, right. But beforehand. <laughs> Me too. I want to do that too. Right. So if yeah. I get a series of emergency text messages, I'll know something. Uh, hello, I'm trying to get a hold of you. I really need to talk to you right now. You know what I mean? I'm with you. I like right. that. It's interesting to see how people's relationships work. Right. I thought about you on this Texas woman that's undergoing surgery to look like the first lady. I thought, oh boy, if anyone's going to be fired up about this, it'll be Paul. The first lady, um, Melania? Yeah. Okay. I know. Can you believe this? This woman, Claudia Sierra, has undergone eight procedures so far to change her face to resemble first lady Melania Trump. God her eyes her. don't open. What is going on? God Why are her eyes her. so tight? Melania's? Yes. But like she's always like smelling something bad. Like, and why does they must get their hair done by the same person? What's with that big thing she's got there? That big wave? Yeah, that it's big like it flip? is odd. It's like, and it doesn't, oh, it almost like doesn't. Do you think it's a wig? No, I think it's just sprayed I it was into like place. a wig. Because she, she almost like doesn't have a um, hair part. It's just that funny, like almost comb over type thing. 
Uh, this woman is the. She looks more like Melania, sort of in that picture. Uh, that's a video of her up, and she says that Melania is a pillar of strength. Oh Jesus! Here she is. She's like that. Getting... Doctor should be ashamed of himself. Gorgeous, beautiful. Oh God. Claudia. And we're very happy that she's here. And so Claudia is going to have surgery in just two weeks. Oh God. What to do is a little revision rhinoplasty. She had surgery elsewhere. They're going through like all the steps to make her look more like Melania. God, she's so pretty. Why would you? And we're going to do a little lifting. Oh God. Here. Oh God. And Claudia is actually a breast cancer survivor. She's already had a partial mastectomy, so now we're going to. Okay. Anyway, this one. Oh. <laughs> I was like, if anyone will appreciate this story, it'll be Paul, I mean, and mostly what because. What is the point? Mm-hmm. So you mean to tell me the that Melania, she went through cancer? She went through cancer. She's a breast cancer survivor. Yes. Do you hear that? That is the sound of the brand new and delicious U Natural conception for her in their juicy strawberry gummy flavor. Oh my, this is now my favorite thing to take. It's a fertility aid. If you haven't heard about them, they are unbelievable with thousands of five-star reviews on Amazon. Go and read them for yourself. And they're famous for their conception for her and conception for him formula, which Schman, my hubby, has been taking for over a month because it takes two to tango. Conception for her fertility aid is a well-researched baby. They have ingredients like ashkawanda, zinc, magnesium that can help you on that journey to have a healthy baby. So what are you waiting for? Go and order now. You're going to love it, and I want to hear from you. Check out You Natural on Amazon and use code FRASER20 for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle. That's EU Natural on Amazon, or follow the link on our website for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle with the promo code Fraser 20. That's F R A S E R. The number's two zero. How ironic! I love this. Got a new podcast for you to listen to. Yes, I do. It's the Dr. John Delani Show. Schman and I were actually playing a clip from Dr. John's podcast because he was doing the topic of are youth travel sports ruining families? Well, Dr. John Delani has over 20 years of sitting with families and dealing with hurting people and mental health issues. He has a PhD in counseling. Delani walks alongside real people as they navigate tough decisions. And this is actually something that I really enjoy about his show. It's caller driven. I I feel like I'm going to have to get a caller driven show, Dr. John. I love this. Anyway, listen to the Dr. John Delani show wherever you get your podcast, or you can follow the link in the description of this podcast episode. I always make it very, very easy to find my sponsors and people that I partner with. So start downloading and listening today to the Dr. John Delani podcast. Enjoy. Hero Breads. Oh my gosh. Chef's kiss. Do you love carbs? I'm obsessed. Give me a croissant. Give me a tortilla, baby. Every day, slathered with some hummus. Yes, please. And then a lot of veggies, a little turkey burger in it. Okay. Um, That's my own proprietary sandwich. Thanks. (laughs) Hero Breads right now offering 10% off. Go to hero.com. Co. Enter the promo code TSFS. You are getting 10% off. Now, Hero Bread is so delicious and flavorful, soft, fluffy. In fact, so fluffy that KJ loves it slathered with butter and cinnamon every day. 
They're known for their products to have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero sugar, and high in fiber. So what are you waiting for? Don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use the code TSFS at checkout. That's TSFS at H-E-R-O dot C-O. Ten years ago, I lost 60 pounds mindful eating, and today I have kept the weight off. I never think about food. I never count calories. Honey, I don't even use one of those darn trackers or apps. I live with food freedom, and I want that for you if you are ready and you want it. And that's where My Optimal Body comes into play. Visit MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment, and be sure to let them know that the Sarah Fraser Show sent you so you can qualify for a free personalized assessment plus a bonus free 30-day supply of of their gut repair product when you sign up for a customized plan. That is myoptimalbody.com to request an appointment. Why I wanted to partner with Dr. Applin is because he is a doctor that gets to the cellular and gut reason of why you can't lose weight and keep it off. They also work with your mental capacity as well. So many of us are emotional eaters. They address that and their clients see long-term success. If you are ready to lose weight, keep it off, and you don't want to do crazy Ozempic, myoptimalbody.com and tell them the Sarah Fraser Show sent you. Want your life back? Order Hungry Root. It's actually as simple as that. Truly, Hungry Root is the best meal kit service I have ever worked with because they have meals that take 12 minutes. Guys, if you are a busy mom like I am, KJ now just started swim lessons. And on the night that he has swim lessons, we're not home until six. I'm trying to make dinner, trying to get him rested and down for bedtime. When I see that number 12, and I know in 12 minutes I can have a healthy meal, I'm turned on. All right. You will be too. Hungry Roots website, so easy to use as well. You just go, you can type in a type of cuisine or if you like chicken, or you can do preset where you tell them you're vegetarian, keto, or you're a meat lover. Right now, get 40% off. My listeners are getting 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Just go to HungryRoot.com slash TSFS and get 40% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash TSFS. Don't forget to use my link so they know who sent you and get 40% off right now and free veggies for life. And your comeback is, I'm going to come back stronger than ever looking like Melania Trump. Yeah. Okay. You didn't get the lesson. (laughs) You didn't get the lesson. It went right over your head. Well, my question is, they're saying that these Melania makeovers are actually a thing. I want to call Dr. Ruff and find out. A Melania makeover? Yeah. Melania makeover. Uh, I'm done. I, know. I can't. I can't with these people. <laughs> Our intern AJ sent us this story. I've been following it too. Bill Cosby's sexual assault education tour is not about sexual assault. His publicist insisted this week. Um, you probably saw after he was basically it was a hung jury, so there was no acquittal. There was no. There was nothing. He's going to be retried potentially in California for these sex abuse um, assault charges. But in the meantime. Um, he had come out and said that basically he was going on a how not to sexually assault people mm-hmm. tour. Mm-hmm. His publicist is clearing that up, and they say this is about restoring Bill Cosby's reputation. That the media has tried and prosecuted him. They've sensationalized this, and despite him now basically being a free man, people still look at him as just a complete, you know, sex assaulter and that he's just a rapist. So these are going to be these town hall meetings where he's not going to talk about sexual assault, but more about educating people in uh, the 
you know, the media going after your reputation. How do you stand tall? How do you restore a legacy? Mm, what do you okay, think? Okay, well, that'll work. I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he wants to, yeah, restore his legacy, and he wants to write the narrative for that, but too late to skate, uh, Dr. Huxtable. Like, no one is going to listen to him, because do you remember when he was on tour when this was happening? He was yes, on tour. He kept and his people, comedy tour going, yeah. Yeah, but they were throwing fucking tomatoes. And, uh, I mean, they were booing him. They were just doing all sorts of things to him. So, no. He, he got off, but I don't think that he deserves. Something definitely went wrong. I mean, I feel like I know what happened. Like, I believe that he did something wrong to those women. I do, too. I mean, you can't have 50 women coming forward right. and basically all saying, you know, that he gave them pills, they don't remember anything, yeah. or they remember him being on top. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, yeah, there's clearly and something You know, I happened. almost got in the house. I could have investigated it, because you remember I told you you dropped me yes. off that day. Yes! <laughs> I know! I almost got in the house. But he, I would say... 15, 20 years, okay, let's yeah. see, even 20 years ago, right? Mm -hmm. Bill Cosby was one of the biggest Hollywood celebrities Absolutely. of all time. And remember he wrote books about Wake Up, um, oh my God, what was the book about writing to African-American youth? Um, well, and also white he came out against a lot of the black um, comedians for using the N-word. Yes! Came out strong, extremely judgmental, didn't understand their perspective on it, and now look where he is now. Oh, my God, yeah. He wrote that book. I've got to look at the book that he wrote. But anyway, right, uh, so you will not be attending one of these, huh? Like, <laughs> I just can't believe how, I don't know, insulting it is. He does say that he will address um, how dangerous and how quickly the laws are changing, that the statute of limitations for victims for sexual assault are being extended, and that Mr. Cosby may touch upon the fact that especially young men, young athletes of today, as well as married men, um, they need to realize the consequences that are facing them if they're hanging out and partying. That was the quote. Well, it's like, um, you or know, carrying around a suitcase of pills and giving them to women. Like, I don't Exactly, as you sit there with a Ziploc bag full of pills yeah. <laughs> right next to you. But, you know, I'll say this. I thought it was odd, to say the least, that upon first meeting me, the first thing he asked was, does your mother look like you? And then, I told you about this, right? Yes. And then he proceeds to call her, and it's like the driver was in on it, because he had me give, you know, it was in the days where you had the, the car phone, like, attached to the car. Yes. Yeah. And he had me give my mother's phone number to the driver. The driver put the phone number in and then put it on speakerphone. Right. I remember that. And he wanted to, like, talk to your mom and all and this I'll stuff. And I have to ask her, but I believe he called her another time after that. So, like, he saved the number and then, like, called her again. That is bizarre. By yeah. the way, the book was Come On People, On the Path from Victims to Victors. And it was basically to all youth of America. It was a powerful message for families and communities as they lay out their visions for strengthening America. This was by Bill Cosby back in 2007. Mm. Interesting. So he says it won't be about sexual assault, but he's definitely going on tour. Oh. Oh my God. I don't know. I don't know, Bill. Good luck, Bill. Um, so our intern had it correct. The most awkward thing on a first date, and this article by the Wall Street Journal basically asks the question, who pays on the first date? No one knows anymore, and it's really awkward. They're saying mm -hmm. that more and more young people say that the paying part is the most awkward part of a date, and now they're wondering, even if you have no intention of paying on the first date, should you reach for your wallet? Well, I think if you reach, you should... <laughs> What do you think? <laughs> I think if you reach, 
you better be expected to throw that thing out. Well, that's what they're saying. So the women that were interviewed in the article said initially that they would go to pay, they would go to reach as like a um, as a gesture, as and, the a guy gesture. Says, yeah. and then most of the men in their 20s especially would go, okay, you pay. So now women are not even reaching for the wallet anymore, expecting men I'll to I'll tell pay. you one thing, I'd reach in there and pull out a Tic Tac. Shit. <laughs> 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 you think I'm going to be sitting up here? I told you, that's when, you know, that's when Is me. that when you know? Is that when you, like, leave a date is when he won't pay? Well, no. I feel like I told you about the moment, like, I became, like, I went from the twink to the sugar daddy. It's like yes. I'm sitting there, like, I'm looking through my phone. He's looking through his phone. I'm like, well, shit. The check is there. Maybe he didn't see it. I'll just check my Facebook. He's looking at his Facebook. I'm like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I'm the sugar daddy. Oh, okay. Now I get it. I love that. That is the you title. Know what I'm saying? That's the title for your next book. No, that don't from, say it again okay. because I'm gonna. I already am doing that. <laughs> I love that. It's pretty good, huh? Well, yeah. So they're saying more and more. Um, and I guess both the interns. Well, no, Irene is single, so Irene is experiencing this. But they're just talking about all these scenarios where men now are showing up and they'll be like, "Oh, I forgot my wallet," or "I forgot my credit card," or women are saying like they don't even give a an opportunity anymore for the men to like go hey yeah you should pay but how do you feel about this too if you're gay or straight yeah do you think on the first date it's rude if someone goes hey do you want to split it i think that i mean i think that the man should pay on the first date i do now that's in a woman man situation god what happened what do the lesbians do does the more butch one pay maybe the more successful one should pay i don't <laughs> fucking know anymore actually well here's what it says yeah. so the wall street <laughs> journal says the etiquette is is whoever invited yes. at, whoever suggested at first i'm down with that whether you're going for coffee whether you're going for dinner whatever whoever goes hey you know what we should hang out that's the person who pays it is kind of rude when someone asks you out this happened to me in New York. I had this happen too. This was the well, daughter of a famous, famous actor who's a friend of mine, and she asked me to go to um, brunch with her. And she's ordering all this shit, and we're like having this elaborate, this fabulous brunch, and the check comes, and she just says, Thanks, babe. Like, did I didn't even pull anything out? I'm like, Oh, God. I mean, I don't have a rich daddy like that. Yeah, I, no, absolutely not. I, okay, Irene, um, you're you're out dating. What's your what's the deal? What have you seen? So newly single, Irene. Um, <laughs> but I've always felt this way, like being in a relationship or like or starting to date somebody or dating a bunch of people. Like, I do think that the first I'm a, I identify as straight, so I do think that the first two dates the guy should pay, and then from then on, I'm happy to either take it or split it. Oh, I like that. I, I really, really enjoy. I it makes me honestly feel really special and really taken care of when a guy pays, and I think to establish that in the beginning is probably a good idea. But I also agree, like if I was like, hey, I think you're really attractive, like let's go out. That's kind of me inviting them. I would probably try to pay, but I would think it was super sexy if he was like, absolutely not, and paid. I agree. I, What's yeah. the mindful living check-in on this? <laughs> no, really. I mean, it's just... Well, I'll tell you, wait, before I met Dan... Miss, I agree, I agree. That doesn't sound like mindful living to me. Before I went out with Dan, I have to say, I was like, okay, it's modern times. Like, I'm ready to, to, to pay for these dates. Here's what drove me nuts. I found that dating, you go out with so many people 
all they do is talk about themselves. So that was the part. I don't mind. I do not mind splitting the bill or like, hey, you pick it up this time. I'll pick it up next time. Or like normally when I would go out dating and I'd go out on like some decent dates, you'd go have dinner or you'd have a drink. Then you go eat. So you could like rotate back and forth. Who paid for what? Right. Mm -hmm. But I will say towards the end of my dating before I met Dan, I went on on such terrible dates where the men would just like talk all about themselves or you'd be like four hours into the date and they'd go, yeah, I'm not quite divorced yet and I have three children. I'm like, are you are you kidding? You lead with that. Right. I just gave you four hours and you're married with three kids and, you're and paying. you have $10,000 right. in child support. You're paying. Like, I'm out of here. Yeah, you know, yeah. you lead with that. So I got so annoyed that I would just like with the first date with Dan, I don't even think I brought my, I didn't bring my credit card or anything. I really didn't. You I was told like, me that. I was like, I didn't even reach. I was like, if this guy, we had this great connection on the airplane, he was really sweet, all that stuff, but I thought, I was drunk when I met him, if this guy turns out to be a loser, I am not paying for a dime of this all night long, and I didn't, I just, and it was great. Yeah. But he was like, he paid for like the first four dates, I think, and then finally I was like, okay. But I don't even reach anymore, because I think, this is the thing, if you're calling me and asking me out, which a lot of these guys would or whatever, then don't, I, I don't want to like be going... If you want to just hang out and you don't want me to pay, then just invite me out with a group of your friends sure. to go to a baseball sure. game. Then it's like, okay, cool. I'm paying my own way. So once you're in a relationship and you're living with someone the way you are now, how do you do it now? Dan and I divide it all by income. Like, who's okay. making more money? Okay. So, like, when we first met, I was making more money. So I paid for more things. I paid a little bit more rent. Now he's making more money. So he just pays for it all. <laughs> <laughs> and that's right? working out for you. I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. Isn't that the way it should be? It's like a give or take, yeah. right? You know? I went on a date with a guy. Um, a new restaurant was opening at Mosaic District. What's the healthy one out there? Like, Oh, God, I love that place. Oh, God, this is another obsession. Yeah, a true Food Kitchen. True Food Kitchen. God, don't even get it me started. It is wonderful. I want to go I there now. But anyway, so they the, the <laughs> PR like people, like now. right now, the PR people invited me out, me plus a guest, to come for free. Oh, and they were having it. one of these days where everybody there, you know, you can eat for free. Um, you both got an entree. You shared an appetizer. You both got a dessert. And you Ooh. both got two cocktails. Cocktails on the house. Love it. Okay. I take this guy. It's our first date, even though he asked me out. But I say, oh, I'm supposed to go to this thing. You can come with me. So we we go, and I tell him what the deal is. Okay, so, you know, these PR people, they already think I'm a little bit extra. You know, because before people know me, they're like, oh, he's going to be high maintenance. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, you're actually pretty nice. Yeah, yeah, you know? right. So I just like to kind of stick to the rules at the beginning. Okay. Do you know? Mm-hmm. Like, if I wanted more, I would have rather have stuck to the rules. The two, each of us has an entree. We share an appetizer. Got it. This fool gets in there. <laughs> He wants three appetizers. Oh, let's try a few different things. He wants he gets four cocktails to four. my to my two. Meanwhile, the the um, server keeps coming over and she's like, "Oh, I'm gonna have to ask." And I say, "No, no, no, it's fine." I said, "Ma'am, give him a check for everything extra <laughs> that he's ordering." So at the end, that of, sounds good. Yeah. So then I was okay with him ordering that stuff. Like, just give him a check. So at the end of the meal, she comes over and she brings the um, the check and it's zeroed out, but it says like a hundred and like eighty nine dollars or something. We had eaten all that stuff, hundred eighty nine dollars, um, but down to zero. She says, you know, the PR person said just to expense it all, it's fine. Wow! Oh my god. So I said, don't worry, he's gonna take care of you in this tip. <laughs> 
Oh, I do remember the story. This? Yes. And he like wanted to give him 10 bucks, right? No, or something. five bucks. I go to the bathroom. I come back. He's ushering me out of the restaurant. Like, oh, great. This is wonderful. Where should we go next? And I'm like, what? Oh, oh. And I was like, but the tip. He's like, oh, I took care of her. I was like, did you really take care of her? I'm a grown man. I took care of her. Okay. <laughs> I look down and forget my sunglasses. So I break free from his, you know, hustling me out of this restaurant. And I go back to get my sunglasses on the table. I flip the check over. It says $189. And there's a crinkled up, rusty $5 bill attached to this check where they're going to say Paul Wharton came in here trying to be a superstar and left five crinkly old dollars. (laughs) Oh, my God. Can you believe that? That's so cheap. No, I wouldn't go out. I would not go out with somebody again because it's like you don't have to be like a baller. I don't care if you have a lot of money. It's just basic, like, courtesy. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just basic. You should have enough money and you shouldn't be that cheap that you can pay your own way. But what do you do when somebody else picks up the tab and they short the waiter on the tip? I always go and slip the person money, like, secretly, like, on my way out. Yeah, or I... Do you see that that ever? It really upsets me, actually. I'm trying to think of where the last place was that I did that. See, I don't know. Um, No, I mean, I I feel like my mom would try and do that, and then we always are like, Mom, you can't give people $2 anymore. Some of my European friends, because they're not used to tipping, like, they'll pay, like, the check will be, like, $150, and they'll, like, give, like, $5 or $10. I mean, it's just like, you can't do that. Yeah, you're like, you have to I don't want to be rude. Yeah. But I got to flip them something. I know. I know. It's yeah. like if you don't want to pay the tip, don't go out to eat right. anymore. Right. It's nuts. How do you feel about this? So um, do you remember the story of the bakery in uh, mm-hmm. Colorado where a same-sex couple came in, they wanted a wedding cake, and the, the Colorado mm. bakery refused yes. to do it? Well, the Supreme Court agreed this week to hear an appeal from a Colorado bakery with religious objections to same-sex marriage who had lost a discrimination case for refusing to create a cake to celebrate a union. Uh, The case will be a major test of a clash between laws that ban businesses open to the public from discriminating based on sexual orientation and claims of religious freedom. Now, this is kind of interesting both sides. How do you feel about this? Um, Do you feel like this bakery has already lost once, but Mm -hmm. they're going on their religious beliefs that they shouldn't have to sway from that? And, of course, you know general rights they're going you can't choose who you want to serve who you don't want to serve what's your take because i read this and i'm like what gay couple is going to go to this bakery after this anyway you know what i'm saying i don't know but i I guess you can't allow people i think a lot will go and they'll talk and they'll say on yelp that the cake sucked which is what i would do oh yeah um but you know i just think that they're wrong and i think that once you decide to go into a four profit business that's open to the public there's certain things that you have to kind of go along with because what if somebody else came along and said my religious belief says I don't serve white people at my restaurant and then a white person goes in there and they was like no we don't serve white people it's my religion I'm sorry like right it sounds asinine right yeah and that's what they're arguing basically these companies are saying that the government should not force them to choose between the requirements of their faiths and their livelihoods but you know their faith is saying that they are against gay sex. Well, then don't have sex with a gay person. Yeah, right. It doesn't mean right. don't make them a damn cake. I 
now. I'm with you. I actually have completely changed my mind. You know what? Screw them. These I guys mean, should be completely shut down. You don't have to be a part them. of something that you that that you know gets in the way of your religion or whatever. If you feel like you're gay on the inside and your religion says that you can't be and you want to go along with that, then you know you can fake it like so many other people and get married to a woman if you're a man and you know leave that fake life out there in the suburbs and do all that. Yeah. But when it comes to a, a business where somebody lives in your community and they want to come in and be served just like everybody else, I mean they have that right. Or else mm-hmm. close up shop and open out of your house and only sell to the people that you know. Yeah, that's a good idea. I'm with you on this because you're right. It becomes a slippery slope of then if you allow them to use the religion thing as like, oh, I don't want to serve you or whatever, then it becomes, it opens the gateway for, okay, well then I don't want to serve certain races or I don't want to, yeah, I agree with you. Absolutely. You know what? Those losers. God, I changed your mind today. (laughs) Score! (laughs) I also love this one. Oscar Mayer Wiener is now going to be giving away hot dogs via a drone. Do you even eat hot dogs? I tried to eat one at Wolf Trap the other week. You did have, but th- no, they didn't get. They didn't have any extra. Oh. They were all out. They're kosher, though. I heard the food is fabulous, but no. In general, I don't eat tacos. Me I mean, um, <laughs> hot dogs. I eat tacos. <laughs> oh my god! I went to Taco Bell. You did? I had no idea what to order. Sorry, people, but this is a. Food I haven't thing. been to Taco Bell. I don't think I've ever eaten at Taco Bell. On my way to Gloucester? Yeah. So Lang is driving, and he's, like, talking about these tacos. And I'm like, oh, there's Taco Bell. And Tamron Hall. Oh, yeah. My friend Tamron Hall, you all know from the Today Show, formerly the Today Show, she had a segment about this Taco Bell taco where it had a chicken, a fried chicken shell. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Okay, yeah. It must have been for a limited time. Right, Because that's what I asked for in the drive-thru. And the people, the man was like, sir, sir. No, sir, <laughs> sir, we don't. This is this is Taco Bell. We do not have fried chicken. No, it's a fried. Sir, we have chicken nacho chips. That's all we have, sir. I was like, I don't know what to order. I did not know what to oh order. Oh my god, at I the wouldn't Taco know Bell. either. I got the most lame tacos because I didn't know you're supposed to say supreme to get the stuff. What's on the it. supreme? Oh, the supreme has tomato all tomato the- and sour cream. So I got the tomato and sour cream on the side because I didn't say supreme. Oh, it was horrible. Were they good? Just in case you're a future sponsor, yes. <laughs> I haven't even eaten. I, I talk about this all the time, but I haven't eaten. Fa- I haven't eaten McDonald's in probably five years. Oh wow! Not even a breakfast. Um, okay, yeah, I probably had the. I, I will sometimes get the egg McMuffin, just yeah. egg, no cheese, no meat on the. Um, the no uh, cheese, no meat. Mm-mm. Okay. I like it all. You know, really all natural stripped. I'm okay. becoming anal. I know. It's just, like, obsessive. Uh, but I haven't eaten at... I've never eaten at an Arby's. I've never eaten at Taco Bell. I've never eaten at Sonic. I've never eaten at... Sonic um, scares me. I don't know about all that. I'm trying to think of... Burger I haven't King eaten Burger King seems in like years. that would be a good one. I mean, I don't eat at any of those, but if I... Like, when I go on the road... And like on a road trip, and I have to stop. So I just stop at Starbucks and get one of their sandwiches or something like that. Yeah, you know, right. Salads. You know, I like the stuff that they have at Starbucks. I don't usually. I eat hot dogs like once a year, maybe. Uh, Oscar Mayer announced this week that they're going to debut the Wiener drone, which will be a <laughs> drone capable of traveling up to twelve hundred feet in the air and one mile from its operator. The company describes the vehicle, which looks like a tiny version of the iconic Wiener Mobile, <laughs> as the first unmanned hot dog carrying aircraft designed for a remote location delivery. So now they'll be able to just drop you some wieners. Wow. I love the concept. Okay. I love it. The little wiener drone. How well, cute is that? Well, there's nothing like a burnt up hot dog at a barbecue. <laughs> Isn't it good? I, I used to like them real burnt up on the grill. Yeah, yeah my mom 
does with some yeah, relish yeah. and some onion. Yeah, it is true. They do taste good. They, they taste do, great. They, wiener, I'm going to a barbecue. Charisse um, from Housewives of Potomac is having a Fourth of July barbecue. Is she? Re- have you seen her new champagne room? I of course. I was going to say I don't think they've revealed it yet on uh, Real Housewives of Potomac, and I'm like dying to see. I that. think they revealed it last week. Did they? They did. She had a listen. Yeah, you know how long it. ago it was? Last New Year's Eve, she had a party there. Right. The champagne yeah. room's been out for like a it's long time. It's been out in a minute. Poor minute. Yeah. yeah. I know. I'm still waiting to find out if Karen Huger's broke. Like I, I gotta. <laughs> oh my God. Poor Karen. <laughs> so this um, this Friday on Good Day, Giselle's co-hosting with me for the full hour. <gasps> really? Yeah. Okay. So Friday, this Friday, mm-hmm. starting at what? Nine a.m. 10 a.m. 10 to 11. You and Giselle Bryant are co-hosting Good Day DC. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Well, tune in. Should be Fox fun, huh? Five. Yeah. Yeah. That should be... <laughs> a lot of fun. I want to do one of those hot seat pieces where I just ask her some stuff where she has to give me the, the real answer. Oh, yeah. Basically, like, um, yeah, you can't. You have to, like, plead the fifth or you have to say it, basically. Right. Well, on Wendy you Williams, can't. she does, like, the hot seat where she puts people in the hot seat. And then Andy Cohen does the plead the fifth. Yeah. Maybe uh, I'll do a little, a little mesh of both. Oh, my God. I I love that. Now I'm going to have to tune in. <laughs> um, all right. We should get our intern up here because I feel like we should end the show today with one of AJ always. AJ or Irene always has crazy topics. Irene, what's your blog, by the way? Br- food and a Breakup? Foodandabreakup.com. You gotta go see Irene. Um, I love it. I love the site. AJ, you. What do you want to talk about? By the way, the the crush on the news anchor, only to find out he's gay and he's not interested in you, or or do you want to talk about? Where over at the station? So you don't say where you work. By the way, don't say where. Yeah. Right or his name. Um, but we. I was just talking with one of my co-production assistants, yeah. and we were like, "Oh, who would you date if you had to date anybody on the show?" And so I was like, "Is it weird that I would do X name? I'll name him Mr. X." And she was like, oh, I see that. He's really put together. He's always on time. His packages are amazing. <laughs> Everything is about him. He's just, he always knows where his, his position is on set. He's just, he's just great. He looks like a really nice guy. And he's always sweet to, to like, the production assistants. Um, and so, anyways, on Friday, that production assistant was out. And so, it was just me. And um, he comes in to do a package. And he's talking about uh, dog safety in cars. And he's like, this is my dog, Bruiser. Uh, I, oh, great. I just gave him a Anyways, um, <laughs> we don't know. We don't know. So uh, they I were like, know. oh, my gosh, so how long have you had this dog? And he's like, well, me and so-and-so, when we moved in together, and I, so I hear somebody, I'm like, it's just his roommate. It's fine. Yeah. And then, he, and so one of the gangers is like, well, what if you guys get, you know, separated? Like, who gets the dog? You guys have to write up papers? Is this an annulment? And I'm like, annulment? From from who? Yeah. And I text the other production assistant. I'm like, so-and-so is gay. He, he's, he's not even on our team. He's totally over yeah, there. There's not even yeah, a chance. Yeah. I had a crush on a gay guy. I didn't even know he was gay. Has that ever happened to anybody? Is that normal? And he's in a relationship. You and just lost me. Look, I was I, I was all about it. <laughs> all those descriptions. You got a good package. I'm like, mm-hmm, right. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm not a package. I can't I'm wait. talking about a new segment. I know, but, I, my, but, mind, but my mind wandered. <laughs> His package is great. I guys. was waiting for you to right. finish. After this podcast, I was going to be like, look, hook a What's brother up. What's his number? Right, yes. right. He's great. So Andy's in a relationship. He lives with a person. I just didn't have any idea. And uh, am I weird for thinking a gay? I mean, all gay guys are a lot of gay guys are attractive. Oh my god, they're so they're but always the hottest. I can tell, ones. you know. Sometimes they have they give an indication. They're not so, super flamboyant, but you, you can at least they, they reference their their. Oh right, okay, your gaydar. Your gaydar was totally off. Is that? Can you say that? I don't even yeah, know. Yeah, sure you can. Oh really? Do Absolutely. straight people have gaydar? I don't. I don't even know. I prided myself on my gaydar. Well, you know, gay gay down the chair, uh, straight guys can be flipped. I wonder if you could try the same. I mean, I've been flipped before as a <gasps> yes, you a, should a try woman. it. 
it and let us know. On. Yes. You're super good looking. I don't know. You and Irene could go in there together. Tell us that story. I told you. What? He's flipped many times. The woman that came like to his door and she was like super hot. Then they all ended up hooking up. Turned down the music and then had a three-way with her and her boyfriend. You oh my God, this show is so, Irene's like had the, And then she called me back a couple days later and I went back over there and she and the boyfriend had broken up and I was like, well, what am I doing here? <laughs> she was like, give me five minutes. I'm like, I don't think it's going to work and it worked and we ended up dating for like nine months secretly because I felt like if anybody found out, I'd be ruined. Be ruined your game. That is amazing. Isn't that amazing? Like in the closet the opposite way. That is so great. Like, let's not leave at the same time. You go first and then I'll come out five minutes after you. <laughs> AJ, you have to try it with this guy. <laughs> okay, I'll uh, stay tuned and I'll give you the update. No, he's in a relationship. You're right. So am so I. Is she, what oh, God. Her okay, this is like a to be discussed next show. <laughs> but her AJ's boyfriend is living in her house with her parents. He lives in the basement. They do not sleep together. It's He was moving from a different town, so he's trying to get his foot in DC. Once he gets a job, he'll get his own apartment. But basically, yeah. I opened my house to him. I think it's wonderful. Isn't that great? But I but also wait, think when it's your amazing. Parents, no, we won't yeah. even discuss it. Don't <laughs> That's amazing oh, that you guys like keep restraint that you don't like well, sleep I'm in the terrible. same room. He came back from work last night and I was like, oh, just sleep here. He's like, no, I must go downstairs. It was yeah. like 3.30 wow. in the morning. He woke me up. He's now a bouncer, so he comes back from 3.30 in the morning. Wow. Oh, at, at a good place? Yeah, St. Eve's, right on Connecticut Avenue, like the top. We got to go now. Oh, place. I've been there. Yeah. Yeah. Upstairs on Citibank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm not yeah. going. I went to the opening. That's fantastic. It probably doesn't open till like 11. There's no way. <laughs> way past my bedtime. Yeah, forget it. She was just saying. Field trip. Podcast field trip. Okay, you guys can uh, text me from there and send pictures at 1130. I'm in bed. Anyway. <laughs> can I just tell you how much I've enjoyed you today? Oh, my God, Paul. I love you, too. I know I drive you nuts, but it's fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You are complicated in the best ways. I am all in for all of your crazy ass. I don't know about that. But you know what? Hey, we lived on to torture one another. Well, I tortured you for another week. That's it. (laughs) Baby, you know, you can't get rid of me so easy. Love it. Hey, you guys, and don't forget to follow us, right? Follow us on social media. Yeah, Paul Wharton style on Instagram and Paul Wharton on Twitter. You got to follow Hey Phrase. You can check me on Instagram, on Twitter, under Hey Phrase. Just Hey Phrase podcast on Facebook. All right. We love you guys. Love you guys. Bye. Bye. Tell your friends. Tell your friends. Spread the word. (laughs)